Welcome to Hummingbird Chats, a high-flying law of attraction podcast with your host, Stephanie Lentini, where we talk about getting in the vortex and staying in the vortex and all things law of attraction. Welcome to Hummingbird Chats, uh, the high-flying law of attraction podcast. Today we have Liz here, Liz Landon, who's just relocated to Washington State. Welcome. Welcome. Hi. Hello. So glad. So happy to be here, Stephanie. Seriously. Yeah, we have already been chatting, of course. It's been 30 <laughs> minutes and we just started recording, so I'm not going to put on the pretense like we're just meeting right now. <laughs> but anyway, the whole idea of this podcast is to make the law of attraction really accessible to people who know nothing about it, or even to people who know a lot about it and haven't started really getting the benefits of applying it to their lives. So I'm going to ask you some questions, just be natural about it. Um, but the first one I'd really love to know is what is your history with the law of attraction? So not just like, when did you learn about it, but what has been your history, you know, a little bit more of the timeline of the law of attraction experience for you. You know, I feel like since a young age, I, I realized now I've been a deliberate creator and I have a, just one story that really sticks out as a child. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to go to college and third grade, I was motivated. I was already talking about going to college but I grew up in total poverty in a divorced household. And I literally called my dad and I said, I'm already stressing about how to pay for college. I'm, you know, I said, I'll get straight A's. I'll be a good student, but I don't know how a family like ours will ever pay for college. And my dad said, it's not about the money, Elizabeth. It's about the knowing you just need to start right now. Knowing you're going to go, you're going to go and you're going to be okay. And his voice and his delivery was so beautiful. And I just really internalized that. And I just traveled through life, my academic life, knowing I was going to college, wow. knowing. And lo and behold, a girl from a single mom household that made, my mom made $3.85 an hour. I went to a private college on a scholarship. There was wow. always a knowing I was going to go. But fast forward with the, like some of the muckiness of my early 20s or going to a divorce, etc. I felt like I got my derailed a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then I was on a hike one day with a friend, my girlfriend, and she, we were walking and a man stopped us. And he said, would you be interested in having million and millions of dollars or just even a million land on your lap effortlessly? <laughs> and I thought normally I would run, right? But I felt inspired. I felt the tingles just to hear him chat what he yeah. had to say and he said I said something he goes well, what's going on in your guys's life why are you up here walking and I said I'm just going through a little bit of something in my life on a personal level it's pretty heavy and he said you manifested that with your thoughts and that reminder to me and I looked back at the things I said that led up to this hell happening yeah you know what thoughts became things and I had finally I just had this whole lot remembering of just watching the secret it all came back to me and I thought, 
it's from this point forward that I'm a deliberate creator. And he walked away and he said, you know that you just created with your thoughts. You could do the same thing with money. Wow. And that was all he had to say to me. And he's like, oh my goodness, he's right. And now I'm just so intentional with my thoughts and my things and, you know, my feelings, my emotions, my steadiness. It, that moment reminded me of the little girl that got intentional with the knowing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So wow. good. So good. And so did you first hear about the law of attraction through the secret and then yeah. wh who are your like teachers like that you still go to yeah you know, to, to get your law of attraction material today by all means my, by all means if I my favorite thing I you know I've heard people say I love to drive and listen to Abraham Hicks yeah. My favorite is to walk, move my body mm -hmm. and listen to Abraham Hicks every day. I just love her. I always listen to a clip mm -hmm. and I always listen to her meditation or her morning rampage. Mm -hmm. I discovered Nick Bro about a year ago. He's got a book that really had an impact on me. Power manifesting really good. Um, I love Nick Bro. And then also I just love this. The people in my vibe tribe and having these juicy conversations that are so uplifting. I realized this last year, it doesn't have to be a guru. No way. It can be the people within your tribe. It can be the casual conversations on a hike. I just learned now to pay attention more and listen, you know, be eyes wide open to the experiences of people around me and just be open in that receiving mode right? And yes. it just, oh my gosh. And I just know, I just get uplifted by just really allowing those conversations in. Yeah. Amazing. So good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, okay. So <laughs> how would you describe the law of attraction to someone who's never heard of it? Slash, these are all slash questions. Yeah. What would you say like are the primary principles you know, or like the tenets of the law of attraction. For sure. I know that we live in a vibrational universe. Mm -hmm. I can see right now, Stephanie, the evidence of the vibrations I'm practicing in my physical universe, right? Mm -hmm. So one way to check in is with their emotions are those thought indicators. I kind of turn it to my thoughts are my emotion indicators. And then what's happening at the visceral level so I know that my body is this beautiful focusing mechanism. Mm -hmm. And when I tune in and silence my thoughts, I try to do 15 minutes a day. Um, if I feel that split energy, that wobble, as Riola calls it, the pebble in my shoe, mm -hmm. I know that I have something to soften, right? Mm -hmm. And so this, this idea that you can be in, in your body, in your mental, your emotional state, check in. And then also see the evidence in your vibrational reality, knowing that we are in this vibrational universe. Oh my gosh. And I can catch it before what Abraham Hicks says, catch it before it becomes a condition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I've just had these beautiful ways, whether it's journaling or um, again, moving my body daily or silencing my mind or simply going to YouTube for free and turning on some Abraham Hicks, right? Yes. I know that if I find my steady, yes, if I find my steady, that I will be somewhere where um, I just heard yesterday. It's not about toxic positivity. It's yeah. I think there's a I think that's a misconception out there that you have to be just high flying on this high flying, just laughing, happy all the time. And I love how Abraham's Abraham says move up the emotional scale, 
and even allow satisfaction on steroids, the feeling mm. of satisfaction and allowing yourself to really find comfort and ease and just being satisfied with your now reality and letting the universe know you're ready for more, you know? Yes. I just love it. And one big thing for me was I used to, I think it was coming from growing up in poverty. I had, I, I know for a fact, I had lack and scarcity so activated in me. Mm-hmm. And one thing I heard her say was if you show gratitude for everything, it's actually vibing with things you've had to overcome. Mm-hmm. And when I shifted to appreciation, yeah, I really started to see things happen in my life that were like, right on. This is so cool. It gets to be effortless, right? Yes. And, right. And then I have a new mantra as I just don't give anyone the power over my vibration. Yeah. My, yeah. My new flight, my new thing in life is to save my signal. Yeah. Mm. Save my signal. And that, and you know, and that may come off as being selfish, but the more I save my signal, I feel as selfless, right? I can be an uplifter for others, knowing that I'm tending to my own garden, right? So, so important. Absolutely. I want to go, I want to revisit the toxic positivity and spiritual bypass. Um, And I'd love for you to just kind of talk a little bit more about the, like how you've experienced um, the difference, because I've certainly at some point feel like what Esther says, or what Abraham says is like, I've, I've been just putting the smiley face on the empty gas tank. Yeah. yeah. And then there are other times where I just feel good all the time. And it's not like I'm avoiding or hiding something. No, I'm not pushing it down. I'm not stuffing it. So tell me what your experience has been like, been with that whole, you know, idea. Yeah. I think that there is some there's some people out there that might argue that, oh my gosh, you're in the law of attraction that, you know, you have to be happy all the time, you know, and all this, and you're just supposed to feel good. Just feel good. Just feel good. Well, you can't just feel good, right? That you have some layers within you that may have some things that are happening at the subconscious level that are creating that white static, that noise, right? And I know I love to feel good, but sometimes that means doing some unpacking with some mm-hmm. of my layers. So I'm turning my frequency tuner to a channel that allows for love and above, right? Mm. So if I check in and I have that wobble, let's say it's around body image, right? Like what's going on? And so I'm willing to do, I hate to call it the work. So I don't see it as work. I see it as my, I'm willing to explore the permission slips I'm giving myself. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to see triggers as an invitation for personal exp- exploration and expansion. So, oh, I have a trigger. Okay. This is an invitation to explore what's going on within. And I love it. And it's, and I come up with ways and you and I both are big evoke method fans, yes. but ways to soften and soothe what's going on. So I'm a vibrational match to my desires, right? I'm in the receiving mode. I just love it. I am totally co-creating a beautiful physical reality with my inner being, but that means staying in tune. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like what you said that, you know, some people have this impression that you have to be happy, Yeah. but we, we want to be happy. There's a big difference. Like I'm choosing to be happy, but there's processes that I'm going through in order to get there, recognizing that like literally in January, I was depressed despair. 
just in January. And I, it was gradual. It wasn't like, yeah. I'm happy today. I'm yeah. happy today. That makes me feel worse <laughs> because I'm not happy. And yes, so you catch like, your thoughts and emotions before they become conditions. You're, that's, you know what I mean? And so here yes. we have depression. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So from yeah. depression, I went gradually, gradually. I wouldn't go to happy. I went no. to, I went to let more apathy and then you know uh maybe a little anxiety and then there was more neutrality more a lot more neutrality oh I love that paying attention less to the things that were disappointing to me and just kind of going this isn't so bad which was a big step up (laughs) from despair (laughs) that's it that's it but that's beautiful what a beautiful journey you did it right you're you're living proof that it's can be it's possible and I I just heard I think it was Abraham say you can't go like this from unhappy to total happy you can't go from the the struggle to non-struggle allow the flow you know allow the flow and then um be intentional with your thoughts and know that you are a deliberate creator. There's no more creating by default, right? And so what a beautiful way for your body to communicate to you, Stephanie, that, hello, there's depression. Great. This is my permission slip. I'm giving myself to feel the feels. And now I'm going to just beautifully move up the emotional scale, right? So good. Yeah. It's so, it's so amazing. I love the emotional scale because that gives me peace of mind of, Okay, I'm down here. I just need to just go up just a little bit today. Just a little bit. Can you say a little bit more about the emotional scale and um, what that is? Yeah, I just know, I don't have it memorized, but I just know if, if you look at emotional scale, we have joy up here, right? And we have some things that we consciously need to know that are living not so high in that area of the scale. So anger, jealousy, um, maybe just even just feeling angst, you know, anything around that. And so if you could just reach for better feeling thoughts and allow for some feelings of satisfaction to even come in mm-hmm. and then slowly move up, you know, and find that joy, find that happiness, appreciation, and just feel yourself. You'll feel it at the visceral level. You'll just feel your body. Just, you'll feel it's so differently. And that's what I love about the law of attraction is now I'm so in tune with my body. My body tells me when something's going wrong, there's something oh, yeah. not right. Right. It's just such a great communicator. <laughs> I we're used like, to, ignore- we're like, um, like, a, uh, I don't think I'm getting the word, but it's like a weather yeah. vane or something like, yeah. like we know, like if there's rain or snow in the forecast, yeah. but that can be like, <laughs> I don't like rain and snow. So that would be like a yeah. different, like, no, I Whatever. love the weather analogy. Like, okay, I'm telling you, like, this might have woke up cloudy with possibly a chance of rain, <laughs> right? <laughs> My head was in the clouds. And so I, and so, but you know what? I, I applied things that work for me so well. And I would encourage anyone to do that. What feels good? Like, there's so many people like wake up every day and say these 10 affirmations I am happy, I am loved. Well, if those affirmations are not a vibrational match to you and you can't feel them at the cellular cellular level, right? They're not your affirmations. Those affirmations need to come from within. My affirmation is simply this. I distance myself from bullshit. I, for the first time, I'm not going to rescue people. I'm not going to take on other people's things in a way that it it impacts my signal. I'm going to find my steadiness. And I'm going to stay here 
and I will allow what's going on around me, my physical reality to happen, knowing that my signal is everything, right? Mm -hmm. And that feels so good for me. I think I used to embrace people's bullshit. That's what I was going to ask you next is what, what is that coming from? And yeah, yeah, I used to embrace people's bullshit or is it something like, um, I need, these people need me or yeah, where, where did that come from? Yeah. I was born on a commune. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) And I was just, my parents were, my parents bought property when they were teen pregnancy, inherited money, bought a huge piece of property. And, um, they were the Jesus people. And the idea was you just allow, you give your soul Mm -hmm. to others. You just, in terms of making sure their needs are met, all their basic needs and knowing that they have a strong relationship with the universe, whatever. And you become the person that delivers that message. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've shifted away from that. It's like, wait a minute. Number one, I don't have to rest the happiness of myself on the shoulders of other people. Mm -hmm. And number two, um, people are on their own journey. Yeah. They're on their own journey and there's no law of assertion. It's law of attraction. And so if you assert like, Oh, you should consider this, you should do this. If you assert that on people, there might be some resistance, but if they allow their own journey, knowing that you're here, shining your light, you're the lighthouse, you can be that beacon and allow people to just really find their way. I just found that to be very, very liberating. <laughs> and now Absolutely. I'm not so, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I can totally um, relate to that. I come from us, not, not a commune, but, um, just, uh, codependence yeah, and right. wanting I will only feel good if everyone around me feels good. Yes. Yeah. And my favorite. (laughs) And if they don't, I'm doing something wrong. If they don't, oh my God, I do. uh, Yeah. It's it's my (laughs) fault. It's just chaos inside of me, inside of me. How do I fix this? And my mantra is stay in your own lane, which I love. Abraham says so much, just stay in your own lane sometimes when I'm driving I even think like do I really need to switch lanes but sometimes my intuition tells me to this is more (laughs) specific about like trying to save people yeah I just let them be in their lane yeah and I'm in my lane and the more I stay in my lane and the more I focus on my own personal steadiness I just get to everyone gets like you said lifted up by that beyond it's that's and I and that feels so good to me and you can see the evidence of it in their own lives right yes otherwise we're enabling them to depend on you for their personal happiness yeah right and so when you step away again and you tend and you stay in your own lane they really can begin that individual journey of her happiness and that's when the fun comes in right when you get to see your loved ones having that awakening yeah. It's, just, it's amazing. It's yes. amazing. Yeah. So I, I'm like, okay, I'm not a crutch. It's okay. But I am here as a light. I will shine my light, you know, yeah. and like, my hope is to uplift others. And, that, and if it happens, great. If it doesn't, no problem. It's okay. Yeah. No big deal. No, I remember when, you know, you and I both, we love Gina Mallison. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time she said to me, all is well. And I had literally gone through my entire life, never hearing all is well. Oh, yeah. And I heard those words and I thought, those are three words that are in my life for the rest of my life. 
And I said something to her like, ooh, more of that, please. And she said, no big deal. Everything's always working out for me. And I was ready to hear all of that, you know, all of that. And there might be people today listening and saying, you know, all is well, right? And then they may be ready to hear, no big deal. Everything's always working out for me. And though when she said that, I developed an immediate trust with the universe. The yeah. universe has my back. It's everything's always working out for me. It all is well. You there know? are and times, there are times when I catch myself and I'm like, I'm not trusting. And then I go <laughs> in not trusting. I don't get to see the evidence of it. So let me just bring the trust in. I'm close <laughs> enough to it. It's not too far from me. So I'm close <laughs> enough to trust that it's easier to get back there. And when I just go, bing, and like switch you know I flip the switch I'm just like show me the evidence you know like bring it on (laughs) I am excited for how this is gonna happen and like I know it's all possible yes yes I remember I remember Abraham used to say be ready to be ready to be ready and then I heard her say you know what be ready be ready it doesn't be ready to be ready almost sound like effort she said now when she says it they say it and um and now it's just like be ready so it's like allow the trust and be ready just be ready yeah it just is be ready and I just love it I I love the idea of just being ready because you know what it's all as well all as well and that takes away the fear that 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 dismantles all those feelings of fear I used to show up in the world with quite a bit yeah quite a bit I mean I used to yeah I'm a poster child for anxiety that was my story you know and now I don't think I can access those feelings like I used to at all so good Um, so good I, I love um all is well all is well oh nothing's gone wrong nothing's gone wrong it's another one that's like when you think something's gone wrong nothing's gone wrong that just those words mean a lot to me I want to I I don't want to assume that everyone knows who these people are that we're talking about yeah um, because we we are totally on the same page so first who is Abraham and you say she and you say they and so (laughs) and I do the same thing so what are you talking about when you say Abraham Hicks or Abraham well, I, you know, I hope I say this correctly, but Esther Hicks was married. I, I still, he's passed away to Jerry Hicks. So I still yeah. consider them married. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Esther and Jerry Hicks, and she had quite a journey and she reveals it in, I think her first book where all of a sudden she's getting like divine downloads from what I would call like her spiritual team. And mm-hmm. she named them Abraham. How I see Abraham is it for me, when I listen to Abraham Hicks, it's a dance or conversation with infinite intelligence. Mm-hmm. And what more could you ask for, right? Yeah. And it comes from such a place of unconditional love that for me, it's like, okay, if maybe you grew up in a household where it wasn't, there wasn't unconditional love or you found yourself in a marriage where you're not experiencing unconditional love. I've just learned Abraham Hicks, I can enter this, what we, Gina's this yeah. delicious place of, infinite intelligence, unconditional love, a strong knowing, um, and some beautiful nuggets that get me through my day and I can access them. I feel like I put them in my quiver and they're just so accessible, you know, you know, yeah, ask and it's given, got it, you know, satisfaction on steroids. Perfect. I can just, 
access the nuggets I get from Abraham. Yes. And um, it just, because it resonates so well with me. It doesn't have to be seen as woo-woo. You could see yourself like, okay, here's something that I maybe have a wobble on. I guarantee you there's probably a video on there out there somewhere. And I can allow for ease, you know, just by listening to, to them. And yeah. so I, I just find that journey so remarkable. Nick Bro was, he was uh, in the computer industry in Canada. He was working in the cubicle, just work, doing the grind yeah. 60 yeah. hours a week. And there was a big merge. He had amazing abundance. And he realized that he was a match to abundance with the work he did through law of attraction. Mm. And he's like, Ooh, I've got to spread the word about this. Yeah. And, and as a result, um, with what he did with his personal journey, he landed in Abraham's hot seat, probably 11 times where you're able to get one-on-one questions with them. Yep. Yeah. And so you just find yourself, um, I just find myself again, there's gurus out there. Then there's people like you and I yep. who who have just really sipped the soup and yeah. realized that how beautiful it can we be. Drank by the Kool-Aid. <laughs> you drank the Kool-Aid. Is that a, is that a phrase that's uh, triggering for you? <laughs> you know, it's, I just think of the cult thing, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> but, um, but I, I just love the idea of just, again, just being so selective in the soup or Kool-Aid we do sip. I know? totally agree. Somebody yeah. sent me uh, somebody's YouTube channel the other day and I was like, mm. and I, peaked and I closed I covered I was like that's not for me that's just not for me I it just there are some things that when I sit in the vibration of it it feels really uplifting and then there are some things that just don't they're just I'm not on on whatever that channel is and that's Mm -hmm. fine no judgment it's perfect for them and somebody else so I want I oh sorry oh no feel free to follow up on that but I (laughs) want to talk about Gina because you've mentioned Gina and I probably have as well so Gina Mallison tell me a little bit more about her her work and your your work with her (laughs) right well at the beginning of quarantine I had been working my whole life many hours I was I've been a school teacher I've been a principal and I've been a student intervention coordinator right so I have put in a lot of work. And then when I was in quarantine and I heard something and people were getting depressed during quarantine, things like that. And someone said, well, actually you have the ability to manifest your experience during this time. Mm -hmm. And I started to be really deliberate with my thoughts, sifting and sorting. Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, my body's so used to getting up in the morning. My body's so used to working long days. um, And all of a sudden I find myself at home. Yeah. And here's what happened to me. I fell in love with it. I had an immediate love affair with this idea of working from home. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to know, and Bashar says this, he's another guru out there. Yeah. And um, yeah. same kind of thing with Abraham, accesses like infinite intelligence. If you want to know you're on the right path, if you feel so freaking lit up and you're bursting with excitement, that's the path you're meant to be on. Well, all of a sudden I'm working from home and I'm like, who am I? My <laughs> coffee's hot my lunch is warm I get to go to the bathroom I mean I was I was freaking out and I was perusing Facebook and I came along a website or someone it was a group that was started during quarantine and I saw a comment by Gina Mallison I'm like oh my gosh I love what she just wrote it just resonates with me and then she wrote um, I think it was way, it said, everyone just posts where they're from. And she put Issaquah, Washington. And I thought, oh, I'm from going to be moving to Seattle. I'm originally from Seattle. So I reached out to her 
And she's like, you want to do a session with me? And I was like, okay. And so we just met and it was like love at first sight. I mean, oh. it just, you know, I, I, um, I, it was, it was just this moment. It was so magical for me because I realized that I don't need to, for me, and this is, this is for me, talk yeah. therapy for me gave momentum to the problem. Yeah. And I realized when I was talking to Gina, she was giving momentum, her methods to the solution for me. Mm. And I wanted momentum to start going in the right direction for myself because if I walked out of talk therapy, I still had anxiety that was amplified or I still had uh, fear of failure, um, just some things about confidence issues. And I talked with Gina and then we applied her calibration methods, um, which are now known as the evoke method, but um, it was instantaneous. I, I felt the shift, an instantaneous shift with her methods. And I was, I was like, holy shit what's going on. I am so tuned in, tapped in, turned on. I've got all the tingles. And I started to see the evidence around me in my relationships, how I saw money, how I saw my body. I mean, I just felt so encapsulated by her process that I just knew that I was forever a changed person. It gives me chills talking about it. And we're talking within a matter of 45 minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, what's funny is like, I've, you talked, I'm a high, I'm a recovering high self-monitor having been in education, especially as a principal, people judge you, right? You're out there, you're putting yourself way out there. Yeah. And I had some things around being more public around who I really am, my true self. And Gina posted looking for some people to um, post, to allow me to videotape a session, but I'm posting it. And the old me would have said, oh, hell no. <laughs> All right. And then I went to access that feeling of hell no. And I couldn't. Oh, I, I couldn't. I was like, wait a minute. What the hell? You're like, is this a and yes? I, is this a, what the? Yeah. <laughs> so I texted Gina. I'm like, you know what? I'm in. <laughs> She's like, holy crap. And so if you look back, uh, we video, we taped a Zoom session of me calibrating some pretty deep shit. I dealt with my inner shit, but it was like so blissful, the feeling. Yeah. And I realized that I just felt compelled to co-create this vision with Gina. Look, if people see these sessions and know that we can be each other's cooperative components in your personal journey, um, that maybe that I, I would people would feel the impact of our sessions. Yeah. And yeah. And then boom, I look, I'm like 360 views. I mean, it just started growing. And I thought, you know why? Because people want to feel better. Yeah. They want to, they want to feel better. And Gina's evoke method is the surefire fire way to feel better. I'm living proof of that. I'm I living, I wouldn't be here right now, Stephanie. I wouldn't be here right now with recording on. I wouldn't, but <laughs> I, um, I just, I can't, because I've calibrated to this feeling of just confidence and all is well. I know, like you just said, nothing, nothing's going to go wrong. Nothing can go wrong. Yes. Yeah. And so I just, that inner peace, I feel, I, I want, I feel like it, it's contagious. <laughs> so it is. I just feel, yeah. I feel like we're like these, this epicenter for a feel good state. Right. 
Yes. Does that mean I still have wobbles? Absolutely. Did yeah. I just move and experience some wobbles? Yeah. Did I just um, change my career? It's entirely had some split energy around that. Yeah. <laughs> as we, as Viola calls it, the pebble in our shoe. Absolutely. So what, just stay so in tune, tuned in, and then allow yourself to be open to further calibrations, you know, yeah. and yeah, it's just a, it's been a beautiful journey, a beautiful one-year journey. Oh, that's so that's amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's Gina Mallison's Evoke Method, which she is now teaching others to offer as practitioners. And yeah. we are both, we are both practitioners. Why <laughs> <laughs> right? well, could we not? I told Gina, I was like, you got to make this training. I mean, yeah. And, and now oh. I feel like we, like I always say, we have the dream team and, um, I just introduced myself yesterday to somebody and they said, tell me about yourself. And I said, Oh, I am an evoke method enthusiast. <laughs> I and love I even, that. I don't even know where that came from, but I was like, <laughs> that's it. I'm an evoke method enthusiast. I'm so enthusiastic about it that I just, I know there's people like me who are going to work every day and um, they're creating struggle from the struggle right? There's creating more struggle from the struggle. Um, I know there's people out there who have anxiety or have confidence issues possibly. And I know this method is a way for them to not be able to access it like they can. And I'm living proof of that beyond, beyond. Yeah. Just, there's yeah. lots of testimonials of people who have worked with this method and, and just changed their vibrational set points so dramatically. So dramatic. It's the first time in my life where, as Abraham talks about, I am literally floating downstream. I'm, I have given myself this beautiful visualization of just me going downstream and dropping the oars. And I know I was going upstream and I had both oars and I was exhausted. And um, I, I, for me, I feel like, I, I'm not trying to sound dramatic, but if you live with anxiety and heart palpitations, um, it's not healthy. And so I feel like I, because of the evoke method, I have been given longevity. It possibly mm -hmm. saved my life. So if you're listening to this and have anxiety, I want you to know that this doesn't have to be your story. That you hold, um, you hold the ability to change your narrative. Yeah. So so this is a perfect segue because we're talking about one technique that's been really helpful in releasing resistance and um, anxiety specifically and coming to a different vibrational set point. So tell me what your, your different tools are or how you apply the whole idea of the law of attraction to your life. But I want to know like very practical tools. Perfect. I, yeah. um, I'm going to reference Nick Bro here again. He's got a book called Power Manifesting. And what I like about that book is that um, and um, as a result, I became one of his freedom facilitators because of this one process. Um, he allows for people to do an attraction point audit, okay? Mm. And there are a series of questions and you explore different categories in your life, like your love life, your finances, your body image, your relationships with family, your workplace, your workplace history. Um, and you come up with what the dominant emotion is that runs throughout your life. Um, for sure for me, for me, which I didn't think this was the case because again, I was a principal, I, you know, was out there and, but I had a running theme of, um, low self-worth mm -hmm. 
And that was showing up in my physical reality, right? Yeah. Um, shifting from a po- poverty mindset to an abundance mi- mindset can trigger low feelings of self-worth mm-hmm. because you see people around you that's happening to them. They're experiencing abundance. Why not me? What's wrong with, with me? There's yeah. nothing wrong with you. That just means that you just have to shift. You're, you're possibly one perspective shift away from changing your entire life, yeah. right? And so I think I talked to Jean about this. I think poverty and scarcity and lack does not need to be my story. And it does not need to reflect my feelings of self-worth, right? Mm-hmm. And then I kind of had this epiphany like, okay, my self-worth is my net worth possibly. And yeah. if I increase my self-worth, I'll see abundance, you know? So I love this idea of doing an attraction point audit, looking at the different themes in your life, looking at what's going on, what emotion comes up. That's the one you have to sue. How do you not get trapped though? Sorry to interrupt you, but how do you not get trapped in, oh my God, I have low self-esteem. I have low (laughs) self-esteem. And then just focus more on that because I, I've been a victim of this myself Mm -hmm. and I've heard other people say, I know I need to love myself more, but I don't know how, how do I love myself more? I know. And I know. And I get this changed there for you. For sure. I used to be like, Ooh, do shadow work. Right. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. And then (laughs) I said, no, I don't do shadow work. anymore. No. And no, you know why I realized this is we do this kind of work is that put shadows on your past. And I have really shifted to this idea that I, through my past experiences, I have beautifully, beautifully Stephanie stifted and sorted on what I want and what I don't want. Mm-hmm. I don't look at my past experiences and think, oh my gosh, uh, I, you know, it's going to impact me and the way I see myself the rest of my life. No, I look at it and go, this transform- transformational work for me, it's mm-hmm. the light. I get to see what I want and what I don't want. I get to see Clear, I call it clarity or clarity. Mm-hmm. I am clear on allowing my past experiences to serve me, to mm-hmm. absolutely serve me. I am not going to let them dim my light. And when you give so much power to the past and let it impact your self-esteem, knowing that quite possibly the people that impacted you didn't even have the planetary experiences to be what you needed in that life anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. And I look back at my inner child. I'm like, she's a freaking badass she showed so much courage so much courage and when it came to lack and scarcity I've also shifted to you know what I'm sitting here right now right now that means there was always enough there was always enough you know what I mean I'm still here if there wasn't enough then who knows what the outcome would have been but because I'm here right now I don't have to think of the lack or scarcity there was always enough so you just don't have to focus on it no you just, no. instead of focusing to fix it, yeah, you can just let it go. So what do you focus on instead? I focus on the fact that there was enough. There was enough. And there right? is enough? There was and there, there is? It, I went from there was never enough yes. to there is enough. Oh my gosh, my mom used to like say things to me that were so critical, for example. Well, I also know that my mom quite possibly didn't have the planetary experiences to really be an uplifting parent and that there were some generational things going on there. Um, and that gives me a lot of grace when it comes to my relationship with her. It's, it's okay. And when I let all that go and I see who she is for who she is, I mean, we had the most beautiful mother's day recently as a result, 
Mm-hmm. Um, my self-esteem, I can come from within. I, 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 I can really tap in feelings of unconditional love from my, my inner being. Mm-hmm. That, that is the most magical relationship. Um, I've told my inner critic to shut the fuck up. I have, I used to allow my inner critic to dominate my inner being. But when I allow feelings of unconditional love, knowing that I am here in this world to experience happiness and joy and just bask more and milk these experiences, even like we're doing this morning, just milk this moment with you. Yeah. That feeling of unconditional love, I can like the evoke method, I can double it. I can enhance it. Mm-hmm. I have this ability to give me new awarenesses as a result, right? Where do you feel that feeling of unconditional love and where does it usually show up in your body? I just felt that my put my hands right on it, it shows up in my heart, you know, and it's such a transmitter. I could just feel it and it's like okay I just allow that feeling to just grow and, and mine shows up in a form of an energy do you okay so do you is there like an object like for you to just turn on unconditional love yeah do you have an object that you typically can yeah. like easily get there or can you just have you gotten so good at practicing the feeling that you can just turn it on without thinking about anything else that's my meditation. Now I call it my calibration meditation. Yes. (laughs) I, if I feel something in my body that's heavy, I can transform it into something that I get, um, feelings of just ease throughout my body. So I've gotten really good at that. I know people say like, Oh, meditation. I can't sit still for 15 minutes. I can't, I I can't quiet my mind. Um, but I just, I have fun during my meditation because if I have something heavy show up in me, I can do what we do in the above method and kind of pop it out of my body and transform it. Yeah. And um, I, for some reason, and I, I have some, it's probably some inner child stuff. I didn't get to go to Disneyland when I was a little girl. <laughs> um, and so a lot of times things around, I, I've gone there now several times, um, is this, I just create things from Disney. It's my, it's a happy place for me. And oh, I can I go that. there. I can transcend myself to that I my first session with Gina was that's kind of got me there was I had a balloon with the Mickey Mouse balloon inside of it oh remember that balloon I know what you're talking about yes and I'm able to just either pop it or have it float away or just really look at it through the eyes of a child and just savor it yeah yeah and so I've just given my I think I did I underestimated the power of my mind in the past yep yeah. Yeah. I, I applied it intellectually, got straight A's, whatever, you know, Yep. but I didn't apply it in a way for my own metamorphosis. Absolutely. Yeah. To shift your energy. Like yeah. for me, when I want, when, when I'm like, mm, I want to juice on appreciation, I think about <laughs> Thomas, which is just like, so I literally, I'm just like, I love him and <laughs> I like melt and I feel it in my chest. Just saying that right now. I feel yeah. in my chest like this and, and, and I can, I can recall it without thinking about Thomas as well. And there I are many things, that. especially like, um, calm and relax. And so Stephanie, whatever past relationships you had, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever you've gone through, it led you to Thomas and this beautiful beautiful relationship you two well how funny is it that like even within this relationship we've had our history of me being able to find that with him as my object and me not (laughs) there are some (laughs) times when I'm like no Thomas is not who I want to recall right now right but But you know what honor the ebb and flow 
Absolutely. That's okay. Yeah. And that's, you don't have to suppress that. You don't have to read it. You don't have to dive in and make it this deep, dark dig. No, honor the ebb and flow of things, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and right now the, the, the like heart flutters are like, just, oh. uh, it's so good. It's so good. Well, when you, and you beam and you're beaming and that, you know, and so we, I mean, you just, I, so I just, you see some, the beauty of when we shine our own light and we are the lighthouse, right? Yeah. You see the beauty in that. You just see it. You see it. I, I, I think talking about relationships is really good. I, when um, my, my boyfriend and I, we've had a long distance relationship, right? And um, now we're in the same home together. And that caused me to be kind of out of sorts because I was like, oh, I'm not, I, I can't do this, you know, and stuff like that. And if he, if he was talking, I was my nerves and I was like, you know what, wait a minute, you know, better, I know better what there was a fear in me. I had a, an activating a fear and that was showing itself in my interactions with him. It was just the fear of like possibly like a real commitment or fear of like sharing a home with, it was really activated in me. And then I thought if I change that emotion of fear to a place of like unconditional love, knowing that possibly he, he's in transition too. And we, and I activate compassion within me, compassion for myself, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then, and I, I just shifted my vibrational set point. Yeah. around this topic yes. and I attracted a different person with him and the fact that he really honored where I was at he honored that this is a big step this is a big step but we didn't have to go down that dark rabbit hole or get into big arguments or anything like that I just had to kind of tune in a little bit soften really soften the places of fear knowing that all is well all as well. And if yeah. I change within me, I can naturally beautifully attract a different response from him where we're both not amplifying each other's fears. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you on that one. So yeah. I want to, I, I want to honor the time because we've, yeah. we've gone over 20 minutes, <laughs> but I'm fine on time. Um, but I just want to know what the, like people talk in law of attraction about your big manifestations yeah. and um, that word still gives me wobbles for whatever reason, but tell me if you don't mind what impact this has had on your life. And you've already been talking about that in yeah. big ways, but yeah. what do you feel like are your biggest, you know, yeah, sure. You, um, you can call it that or whatever you want. Yeah. Cause I'll talk about one thing really quick about manifestations is I don't even know if I this is gonna be kind of controversial I don't even know if I I don't even think in terms of manifestations anymore yeah because I'm I'm loving the idea of feeling my way into the life I desire Mm -hmm. that I love that idea of just feeling my way into life I desire where I see manifestations showing up is as a mom Mm -hmm. my I have allowed my kids I've you know you can talk about manners or the right silverware at the table but are we teaching our kids, <clears throat> are we teaching our kids how they can be deliberate creators? Mm. And I have taught two recent stories. My daughter has been just wanting a black car forever. Um, and there was a certain budget and none of the, none of the cars she wanted was fitting that budget. 
but she allowed herself. She immersed herself in this idea of driving this car. I could go on and on. She test drove the car. She did everything, everything, because she's like, I am going to follow my mom's footsteps and meditate. I'm going to yoga, whatever it is, but I, I'm going to let the universe know that I know it's done. It's done. Long story short, she's driving her dream car that was within the budget, could not be happier. So, wow. and real quick, and one other story, my son just got a $1,600 scholarship the other day. And he said, he came and goes, mom, I got a $1,600 scholarship. I, you know, and it was just a beautiful moment. And then he came, he has been struggling a lot because he's desiring having his own dorm room next year. Mm-hmm. Well, two days later, after the $1,600 scholarship, he opens up housing for next year to register. Yeah. To be in your single housing, guess how much it was additional a year? 1600 1600 And Parker came around the corner. He was like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And they're trying to, and I love the name of the book by Esther or Abraham Hicks is um, asking it's given. Yeah. So I just, I just want my kids and I want people who are hearing this to be so deliberate, so intentional with your thinking, no more sloppy thinking, no more. Yeah. So that's my biggest thing is to catch my sloppy thinking, yeah. right? Yeah. Catch my sloppy thinking. If I eat, I don't say, oh my God, I hope I don't gain weight. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I feel my way in like, hell yes, this is the best pizza pizza I've ever had. Yeah. And if it's so not, just, then put it away. Put it away. I don't have to eat it. Yeah. And you just, yeah. And it's just that feeling, that feeling, my feeling into the life I desire. I desire this idea of going out. I love going out and eating. I love prepping food. I love food. So I desire feeling good when I eat. Yeah. I love yeah. food too. I, I, you'll hear me say this on every episode. Um, my, my biggest and best manifestation is feeling better. Is. Oh my, I didn't know that about you. Well, I didn't look what your biggest bet is feeling better. And I, I didn't better. know. And that's why I said, I just feel my way in. I feel good. I feel it's good in the now, the power of the now. The power, yeah. It's just, it's, there's, there's literally nothing better. All the other things. And I've heard Abraham say this, all the other stuff is just like a cherry on top, but it's yeah. so true because every day my life is a cake. Every day yeah. my life feels like a piece of cake or the yeah. whole thing. And yeah. I'm just swimming in such good feelings that, yes. especially the comparison, right? Between oh. anxiety and just ease or yeah. depression and fucking joy. Like yeah. what? I get to feel good. I wake yeah. up in the mornings and I'm like excited <laughs> about the day and not dreading, oh, I've got another day to live. It was literally like, I've got another day to live. Like your, what am I going? And now it's just like, what's gonna happen? What, what magic is ahead of me today? I can't and wait to go get an iced tea after this. You know, like what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. And if you could give that to our kids, my son did nothing different, Stephanie. Yes. But he's decided to feel good. That's oh. it. And effortlessly, he got a scholarship he didn't apply for. And by all means, it's such a beautiful mechanism of synchronicity. It's exactly the money he needed to live alone next year right? My daughter did nothing differently, but feel good through yoga, through meditation. It feels good. And you know what? She has a car that she just has been in her vortex for a long time and, you know, and and it's now in her reality. And it's not about doing all these things, the mantras, the affirmations. It's just about feeling good. It is. Yeah. Let's, let's uh, wrap this up with like a solid five minute rampage. 
Ooh. Go back and forth, whatever. <laughs> Let's just flow with it. But I yeah. want you to just talk about all the really amazing things that you're just appreciating and juicing on right now or anytime. And, and I'm sure I'm going to jump in and want to, uh, Oh, I have one. I, I used to have a bad case of like this Mondays. So Sunday I was feeling the dread of Monday, Yes. but now on Mondays I'm with our evoke team, our dream team. And I wake up on Monday fucking alive now. Like you, I I love Mondays. Mondays. Uh, Mondays can be a day you love. Every day can be a day you love yeah Mondays Monday morning Um, Monday morning what is today I don't even know what day I don't even know (laughs) (laughs) I just know that I get Mondays and I I just want anyone to hear this is like okay if for some reason there's a dread on Monday that's something to explore that Mm -hmm. is something you should be like the us and be able to wake up on a Monday and be like I get to be with this vibe tribe that's beautiful Oh, so you've been totally juicing on Mondays. Mondays. I, I've been, I'm in Moab right now and it's, it's May in Moab and there are so many flowers. I've been juicing on flowers for, I think a month and a half now, but I've gotten here and people tend to their gardens and there are flowers that are even in the public spaces, roses, flowers that I don't know the name of flowers that smell good. There's purple petals all over the ground. I saw this yard yesterday that's like shared between all of these houses with these little pathways like this with bushes of flowers all around. And I wanted to be a bunny and just like, (laughs) because I don't, I'm not going to walk in there. It's like there's fences, but I just want to be like a little bunny and sneak in and and jump around and like eat some grass and, uh, oh, the flowers, the sky. The rocks here, there's so many red rocks. There's so many red rocks. Like it just goes on and the dirt. There's so much red dirt. Like I'm just like, talk about abundance. Like there is I know so much dirt. (laughs) (laughs) It's I just love it. It's limitless. And you know what? I'm gonna milk today. And Stephanie, I'm gonna milk you talking about Thomas. I am just going to just feel that because I desire that for everybody, that feeling of just allowing themselves to really cross paths and allow that feeling for everybody. I want to milk that. I just, I loved how you looked. I loved how you glowed. I love that you accepted that it's not like that all the time. And that's okay. So that's okay. But today's got hearts floating all around you. And I just want to put that out there that I desire that for everyone, that oh. feeling and just the idea. I'm going to milk the, the visual of you when you're talking about him. I just loved it. It's just the feeling of appreciation. And I can feel it from so many things, from just yeah. thinking about so many things, like what else yeah. I appreciate. Oh, I'm, I really appreciate the tea I'm about to drink. And I appreciate <laughs> walking around and I appreciate Oh, how warm it is and that I can wear a tank top and I appreciate breathing I appreciate yeah. this conversation I appreciate yeah. that I don't that I feel relief from a stomach ache <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh my gosh so good Stephanie so good oh my goodness I just love it I just love I just I am um, I'm just loving life right now and oh, always yeah, it's just, it's something where 
it's for me the little things like I talked about earlier having my coffee hot while I drink it yeah right wearing flip-flops during the day <laughs> just oh yeah the, the, the freedom to wear what I want in a way that's so comfortable and I just um I just I'm just the creature comforts of life I just can't even tell you because for a long time I I took things for granted I think and I want people to know that you can shift gears at any time and be in your now moment and when I allow that now moment I, I just I, everything the wind's blowing I see the trees just blowing with the wind I mm. and I just can really amp up those feelings of my now reality yeah and then I'm like oh more of this please universe more of this please because I'm so happy yeah yes so yes. good it's so good what a great rampage thank you so much Liz <laughs> thank you it's so fun Oh, thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And thank you all for attending our yeah. uh, hummingbird <laughs> chats. Favor <where we laughs> life's sweet morsels and talk about the law of attraction. So good. Soon. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Hummingbird Chats with Stephanie Lentini. This music that you're hearing today is by Ketza called This Way for Joy Street, found on freemusicarchive.org. Have a great day. And you edit, right? You're going to edit some of it. You can. No. <laughs>